Hey, it's Kira, and welcome back to another Unnecessary Podcast episode. Welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast, where we talk about everything anime, manga, movies, comic books, love, mental health, life, relationships, whatever you can think of, we probably talk about it here, because I want this to be a space for everybody to talk about everything. And today, what I have found myself being drawn to is the DC and Marvel Cinematic Universe. And honestly, you know, that that's the main focus of this episode, but I do want to also mention like their... Um, their their TV the, the things that they put out there for the small screen because I think it's kind of relevant to the conversation that I want to have today uh, and let me preface this by saying before I say anything else in this video that I am a DC fan girl through and through I love DC comic books like that is my bread and butter that aside boy is DC struggling to really put out movies that really speak for what the source material is and and just make it make it good like like it's not like all of their movies are terrible but it's just not good at least not as good as what you get and what you read when you're like reading DC comic books and you know Marvel has just been like killing the game like ever since Iron Man came out they have just like hit the ground running and just like really found their 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 stride in terms of what vision they have for what the Marvel Universe is supposed to be and I don't know if that's because you know Stan Lee you know rest in peace was so involved in a lot of that himself too or or if just the people who are working on it have more passion about these characters in the stories than a lot of the people who are involved in, you know, distributing and putting out the DC movies. But it's just not even remotely the same to me. Like, I love Captain, Mer- Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like, that is my movie. I love Thor Ragnarok, all the Avengers movies, and Black Panther, Wakanda forever, period. And, you know, there are some things that DC has done that I like, like the Nolan trilogy, for instance, but even that has its its faults. And, you know, I'll talk about that, too. But a lot of the movies just leave something to be desired. Like Suicide Squad, for instance. It was a cool movie, you know, but it was just like a lot of stuff story-wise that just did not feel cohesive enough to me. And a lot of the movie was just you kind of enjoying seeing these people that you like as characters that you like and getting like this fan service and going through the movie in that way. But it wasn't really like... A story to me and then you know Justice League same thing I'll talk about that a little more later but and even Wonder Woman like don't get me wrong Wonder Woman the first one had potential to do something different it had potential to actually be 
what a lot of people have been hoping and praying that DC movies would be. And then Wonder Woman 1984 came along and it was like, nope. Mm -mm. All those hopes and dreams you had about what we were about to do with this, over with. And I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. I really do. But Wonder Woman 1984 suffered from a lot of <laughs> of what I feel like you see is common with that golden age and silver age version of a lot of female heroes in comic books where their story is so codependent on what a man does or their relationship with somebody that it kind of takes away from all of the awesomeness that their character has regardless of whether or not that that person is involved in their story or not and I feel like that's exactly what that movie did like it went from being about her and the kind and, and the hero she was becoming to all of a sudden basically all the character development I felt like they had they had started to do in the first movie they came and basically just threw that out the window in the second one because they wanted to have Chris Pine be in the movie let's just be honest okay and he hot don't get me wrong but you guys basically said forget character development because their relationship was so cute why not make a whole nother movie where basically they get to experience what they already did in the first movie and that right there is just okay i'll get off of this um i'll get off of this conversation because i promise you that's a whole nother episode in and of itself just me even talking about the relationship between um wonder woman and and just like modern media but yeah I just feel like there's always this feeling of DC getting closer and closer to what they could be doing and what they're capable of doing when it comes to their movies that they just have not been able to to live up to. It's like they get all the way to no, not even that far. That's giving me too much credit. Um, semifinals. Let's say that. It's like they get all the way to the semifinals and then just like throw the game. They're like, okay, it was fun while it lasted. Let's go back and start all over again next season. That's what it feels like to me. And, you know, it's a number of reasons why that could be. Um, I feel like they're trying too hard, number one, to be like Marvel in their movies. And if Marvel's already doing it, why try to do the same thing? Like, it's obvious that they have already came up with a, a, a playbook that they're using to build this universe with. You can't take from that. Marvel is already doing it. So people are going to always compare what you're doing up against that if you're trying to market it if you're trying to do what they're doing and I feel like they're trying too hard to like be edgy it's like the hipster emo that's not really like an emo that's not really like into grunge but trying really hard to look like it because it's edgy because 
it's popular at the moment that's that's what it feels like a lot of the time with them is they're trying too hard and i know that's probably because they're focused on like trying to make money but if the idea is the making money first it makes it hard for you to do that if you're leading with that yes that should be you know i i know that they have to get money in order to make money and a part of that is thinking of how you can do what you're doing in order to make back the money that you're spending on this i'm not you know I'm not crazy enough to think that that's not something that should factor at all into the movies. But at the same time, if you are always leading with that, it's going to always take away from what it is that you're trying to do and what you're trying to accomplish. Like, I'm sure the people who, like, have been making Marvel movies are thinking about the fact that they going to make bank off of these movies. Like, that's obvious. But there's always still this feeling of, we still care about what it is that we're making and what we're basing these movies off of. And so if we're going to do it, let's try to be true to the spirit of what it is that we're working with and we'll be able to make money that way because there are so many people who care about these characters, who care about these comic books that they're going to spend money to come see these movies, but they're not going to keep spending money on these movies if they're not any good, if they're not true to the material. Like, people will go see basic movies, like basic action movies, horror movies, and stuff like that, even if they're not terrible. And, you know, they might spend that money and regret it, but there is nothing like being a nerd and going to see something that is related to whatever fandom you're into and just like being disrespected in the movie theater or whatever you're streaming it on because they just totally did not get what it was that they were supposed to be doing and they just ruin whatever it is that you like whether that's like anime themed Um, live action movies whether that's stuff based on comic books or whatever source material it's based off of like if it's not up to par that's a whole different level and type of disrespect right there and I feel like that's what a lot of DC fans have been getting when they go to see these movies you go hoping that okay maybe this time maybe this time but you don't get that and a lot of that is because there's just not this level of finesse in these movies that needs to be there that Marvel has found and has been able to do. And even that has started to bleed over into, you know, the um, the series that they're making, like WandaVision, for instance, like that show has been so good like I have been so addicted to that like for real for real but at the same time I can't say that I'm as die hard about DC television series and that's not to say that there aren't there haven't been some good series um when it comes to DC if anything I feel like that's where a lot of their strength has lied in comparison to their movies. Like the TV shows have shown more 
thought and passion, most of them, not all of them, to, to the material that it's based off of. And so they actually turn out being good or interesting or at least fun enough to watch that even some of the shortcomings that are present in it, you don't really care as much because you can tell that the people who are in it, the people who are working on it, care enough about what it is that they're doing and have had enough freedom to do that, that it turned out to be good. The problem is these DC movies, on the other hand, they're not getting the freedom that they deserve in order to do what it is that they need to do. Perfect example. That's why the the Snyder Cut is even a thing because you have someone who had a vision and idea for what it is that they wanted to do with this material, but couldn't even put out that vision that they had because there were so many cooks in the kitchen, so many people in the pot saying, let's cut it this way, let's cut it this way, let's cut it that way because this is what we're putting out there. We're not doing this because of the source material or because we really care about these characters. We're putting this out because it's the Justice League and we need people to spend money to come see these movies. Now, I know some of you listening are probably like, how can you sit here and talk about DC movies and not even mention the Superman movies, the Man of Steel movies? Okay, look, I'm, I've watched some of those older Superman movies. They were okay. Um, was I'm not a huge fan of Superman in the first place as a character for me to really be as invested in that. So going into that, it's already an uphill battle because... I'm watching something about character I don't really care for. And you have to come hard if you're trying to like work against that. And I just did not get that vibe from Man of Steel. Um, well, Man of Steel 2. I take that back. Man of Steel, I actually liked. I did enjoy that. Um, it did still feel very much over the top and like meant to be put out there in order to sell this to somebody but it still was it still was good like it was to me it was a starter piece it's like iron man iron man is a good movie but it, you can tell it's still like the movie you put out there to see what we're gonna do from here like it's a good movie but we're gonna do better starting from here and that's kind of what man is still gave me um, Man of Steel 2, I'm not exactly a huge fan of that, but, you know, that's just me personally. And I know, I keep calling it Man of Steel 2, it's technically Batman v Superman, but it's still Man of Steel 2 because my hero, Batman, was not enough of an important part of that story other than for fan service because of the comic books and the popularity of that particular storyline it's man of steel too okay should have been a batman movie but i digress i feel like the issue comes in when they don't take into account the fact that what you're making is not just a movie about comic book characters something that marvel has done successfully is remembering that these aren't just characters and not just making caricatures of 
those characters, but remembering that they're still people. It's a large part of why WandaVision has been so wildly popular with people is because you're seeing her as Wanda. And I think her being known as Wanda first and foremost is very intentional in that even though her character in the comic books is the Scarlet Witch, that is secondary to who she is as a person. And that's something that I feel like they forget so much in DC movies is the fact that these are people, not just a superhero, not just a cape, not just a costume, but these are people. And when you don't get to see the person and what it is that you're doing, it just becomes a gimmick for you to put out there in order to make money and sell tickets. I think that's why the Nolan trilogy has been so, um, why it's sustained for so long, um, despite the fact that they have put out these different DC movies since those movies have come out is because you got to see some of that humanity in the story. And let's just call it spade a spade, okay? The villains for those movies were just well done and interesting. And a lot of the draw going into watching it is not necessarily to see Batman in those movies, but to see him in relation to the villains that he's interacting with in those movies. And so you go into it and you're all wrapped up in it. Like even the idea of like the Joker changing his story about how he got his scars every time he tells it to someone says a lot about him as a person and the type of behaviors that he shows. It's not just him with the white makeup on and the red lipstick and the green hair and this is the Joker. Look, it's the Joker. You guys like him, right? No, it's, he's a person. Yes, he's crazy. Yes, he's a maniac, but he's still a person, not just a character, not just a villain. And that's something that they have to remember and emphasize, you know, when they're making these movies and not just, not just that, but I also feel like even with as dark as the movies look and come off it feels like DC is still afraid to like really embrace the darkness of the source material that they're you know basing these movies off of and (laughs) it's crazy to me because looking at it visually like if you if you put like a DC movie next to a Marvel movie you know with the exception of maybe Wonder Woman because that's a little more brightly colored um just from a cinematic standpoint you know and in the way that things are colored and lit in those movies DC is intentionally darker to kind of like differentiate them from Marvel movies but even with as dark as you're lighting these movies, it's like you're afraid to really be dark, like really embrace the 
darkness and the tone of the stories that you're telling. And I know part of that could be because of them trying to do what they need to do in order for them to make money um, because they don't want to isolate themselves in case, you know, because kids and all that type of stuff. I get that. But movies like Deadpool um, have shown that you don't necessarily have to forego that in order to still make money, to still be popular, to still get people to come see your movies. Like, I'm just going to be real. When I saw Deadpool in the movie theater, there were a lot of people in there with their kids. And they went in there knowing that it was not ready for them children to be in there. But they took them with kids anyway. And them kids enjoyed the heck out of that Deadpool movie. Despite the fact that, you know, it was some, you know, some darker elements and some, you know, adult themes in there. They still took them kids and them kids enjoyed it. And not just, not just Deadpool, like even some of the most messed up horror movies I've gone to see, um, people bring their kids to watch it. But DC, your job is not to raise these kids. Their parents will decide whether or not it's okay for them to go watch those movies. So stop being afraid to like show a little more violence to like show some folks getting blown up and blood and guts everywhere and stuff like that. You got it in the comic books do it in the movies too people will enjoy that like suicide squad kind of did that a little bit but it was like these weird like cancer zombie things and nobody really cared about that it just felt like the movie kind of like transported over to like a silent hill or resident evil type thing or something like that for like five to ten minutes and then the movie went back to whatever it was supposed to be in the first place but they need to stop shying away from being like darker with the movies that they're coming out with. I'll give you another perfect example of why it can still work. Logan. Oh my gosh, it was such a good movie. And you know, it was based off of, you know, the whole old man Logan storylines, um, loosely and, you know, some, uh, an amalgamation of like different things, but Point being, that movie, in comparison to, like, a lot of the other X-Men movies, which, Fox, um, and the Marvel movies themselves, Logan was dark. Like, you, like, watching that movie, you weren't in your feelings. Like, you felt some type of way watching that because, if nothing else, Watching Charles Xavier and the state that he was in, not just because it's freaking Charles Xavier, but it's Sir Patrick Stewart. Like, that dude is a boss. Like, I love him for real. And seeing him in that state, like, not Picard, man, not Picard. It was like, it did something to me, but oh my gosh, was it a good movie. And again, the emphasis, 
in that movie is so much on the humanity of them yes these are mutants but they are still people they still have feelings they still grieve they still get angry they still get hurt they still have trauma they have so many different layers and elements to them that's more than just who they are as a hero or a character they're people and that's something that DC has to remember. These are people, not just characters. And, you know, another thing, too, is I've brought this up a few times when I have this discussion with other people that, you know, I know are, like, really diehard Marvel fans and, um, a, you know, a mixture of both and stuff like that, is I feel like where DC could find their strength is if they focus more so on the villains. Point being, from what I've seen, a lot of people are like really into that part, me included, Batman's Rose Gallery is just, um, that has translated a lot better in their movies than the heroes in this universe and I think part of that is because of not only the actors playing those roles but the 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 level of leeway that's kind of given to them because they're playing the villains and not the heroes you know um Heath Ledger rest in peace will always be goaded to me as a joker like don't get me wrong mark hamill will forever be the goat just period any incarnation of the joker is gonna be mark hamill because that that voice is just out of this world but heath ledger going up against the amount of love people have for hamill voicing the character and just like even jack nicholson you know he did a decent, a decent job for the type of joker that you know they gave him um he had a lot in, on his lap in terms of what to do and what direction to go in with that character. And he did such a good job. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that he really immersed himself into why the Joker is the Joker and why he does what he does, why he is who he is. And not just that this is a really crazy kooky character that people are really into from the comic books um you know in all honesty I'm not a huge fan of um Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn um it just it, it's not terrible but I do feel like it's like a, a lot of it tries too hard to be like this like really over the top like pro-feminist icon type character and at least the way she plays it to me and to me Harley is already that without going out of her way to be that like just a lot of the stuff she does the way she carries herself and everything she gives those vibes without having to be so extra about it and not to say that she does a bad job just I'm not the huge hugest fan of the way that she plays it but again giving credit where credit is due she has done something with the character that really resonates with a lot of people in the amount of popularity that 
she has and part of that is because again she played harley as harley not just harley quinn the joker's you know girlfriend not not just that but who she is and why she does what she does and proof of that is just like when the suicide squad movies came out when i tell you like everybody was going as her version of harley quinn for halloween like it was crazy don't get me wrong i went as harley that halloween too um the year that movie came out but it was like the one that i'm most um familiar with which is from the batman animated series version of it um with a little bit of like that new 52 flavor thrown on top of it but i tell you it was so many people like even little kids even little kids was dressed as her version of harley quinn that's how much she like really resonated with a lot of people with her playing harley quinn that's how popular she was um and not just her like even with some of the negative um things i've heard about tom hardy is bane there are a lot of people who still love his incarnation of it and how he played that character and watching that movie the person who stands out the most is not necessarily batman it's bane just like in the first one the joker is who you really gravitate towards more so than batman and that's not to say anything negative about um christian bell's turn as batman but it's just without a doubt watching those movies the villains are just like the stars of the the show that's just what it is you can't take that away from them um and even in the suicide squad movie even with all its flaws and faults as far as i'm concerned with like the story itself the plot um of the of the movie a lot of the characters in there i felt like if they were giving more breathing room if they were giving more opportunity to really showcase what it is they were trying to do with those characters it could have been even better captain boomerang was good um el diablo i liked him too (laughs) killer croc just is so underrated like i'm not a huge fan of the makeup job he got but definitely felt like he had potential to be a really cool character in that movie he just did not get his time to shine like he was supposed to and like i said before i love will smith so it's not a whole lot of roles that i'm not a huge fan of except for after earth but we're not we're not gonna talk about that because they didn't let will smith will smith in that and that kind of made it suffer as a result but that aside um i still liked him as dead shot again because i like will smith <laughs> but the villains of dc is like a huge part of what made me into dc in the first place it's like they were just so cool to me and you know part of that's because i'm a little weirdo and i i've never really been like somebody that's been normal <laughs> so villains anti-heroes like that's always been that's been my thing man just whether that's manga 
or comic books or books in general or movies like it's just something about a good feeling that just does something for a story that when it's just when it's when it's done good it's just when it's good it's good man you know what i mean like batman's rose gallery has been so sustained like so so popular even to this day that a large part of why those the arkham games did so well is not just because of batman and kevin conway <laughs> let me some kevin um is the villains you know what i mean like it's a game where you get to see all of these cool batman villains just like come to life and i honestly it genuinely feel if they did more focusing on the villains kept it in that direction then they would be able to see something happen that they haven't seen really happen and the popularity i feel like of their moves would just shoot up like i haven't personally i have not seen birds of prey um again like i said because i'm not the biggest fan of um margot robbie's turn as harley quinn but i've heard some good things about the movie and i've read like some reviews that were pretty positive about the movie and stuff like that so you know that is another shining example of villains you know for all intents and purposes because harley's like kind of a villain and not a villain like she's a criminal but she's not necessarily a villain um <laughs> depending on where she's at in her life anyways but you know it, it did fairly well and it kind of just goes to show that point that i'm trying to make has some validity to it like people like a good villain that's just even even when you should not be rooting for them you want to root for them because they're that well done like i was telling somebody the other day i can't remember who i was telling them that if they came out with and stay with me here a movie that well a universe that is leading up to a legion of doom movie man when i tell you that would be so good okay i know some of y'all listening to this and you like girl what you tripping but take this walk with me take this walk with me okay just like how you probably went into that iron man movie like Oh, this is, you know, we're going to see where this goes. Let's see what they do with this movie. You sat down, watched the movie, and was like, huh, it was pretty good. The next thing you know, Marvel just kept, like, turning out more and more movies that had you invested in this universe enough to them being able, like, enough for them to be able to put out an Avengers movie, and you were just in the movie theater like yes go off marvel i'm here for this movie and i think that dc has the potential to do something similar but from the opposite end of the spectrum like picture you going into a a movie about a villain associated 
with one of the superheroes that's in the Justice League as opposed to a movie based off of that Justice League member and you go through this journey with the villain you see about their motivations you see what made them become who they are or at the very least you get to see what made them get to the point where they have the kind of rivalry that they have with that hero that's in the justice league and then okay that's one movie out the way and you know they keep putting them out and you get to see and you become associated with these villains and then they come out with a legion of doom movie that will lead into a movie about the justice league but you don't have to sit there and make five five of them movies about each hero in the justice league because you've already come to see them and learn about them through the movies about their villains about their rivals and to be honest with you you know watching like the old old like cartoons with the legion of doom yes you know it was a little corny in terms of like the name but i always thought it was cool because you see the heroes get together and form their little associations and stuff like that but it's cool when you get this when you see the villains doing the same thing because it's like why keep wasting my time going up against this joker over and over again and i keep losing it's other folks out here who got some kind of power or connections or something that i don't have that they can help me out with and i can take care of them like that just because i got somebody who got my back just like they got somebody who got their back i just think that would be so cool to me and you know i know that ain't for everybody but that's just me personally i feel like that would be a cool idea i would like to see that um but yeah as far as i'm concerned even if we don't get a legion of doom movie even if we don't get a whole bunch of movies churned out about like focusing on like the villains in the dc universe above all else all i want is for somebody to really decide that it's okay to just let them try like not just pay these people to make this movie and then chop it up however you want to and put it out there to the masses um not just sit there and tell them to make a script or um you know design something that is going to make us tons and tons of money but actually let these people make a movie that they're passionate about like i can't even imagine being one of the people who's working on these movies and you're like yes i'm excited to do this i love these characters i love doing this da, da, da. just for somebody to come along and be like okay we're not doing this we're not doing that we're cutting that this ain't finna happen because it's not gonna make money or at least that's what you feel like feel like it's not going to make money even if it probably will because it's done well people like i i get that 
you do have movies where it's a good movie, at least from a critical standpoint or for like all intents and purposes. And it comes out and it doesn't really make any money and people don't like it. That does happen. But more often than not, people will appreciate a good movie. If it's a good movie, it's it's a good movie. So regardless of whether or not you're trying to chop all this stuff up and put it in a blender and give it to the audience, hoping that it helps you make a ton of money. If you make a good movie, people will go to see it. People will pay money to watch it. Heck, some people go pay money to watch movies that are terrible, but they paid their money and they went to see it and that's just what it is. But if you want to make it to where you're able to keep putting out these movies and to make money, make a good movie first and foremost. If you make a good movie, people will want to see it. They will want to see your movie because it's good and that's all I'm really hoping for that's all I'm really wanting I'm I'm hoping that you know in the next couple of years you know Lord willing I live to see it you know the world doesn't end um that there's at least one DC movie that comes out and I can go see it and I can just like wholeheartedly be proud and like leave out the movie theater or the you know stream it because COVID don't know how long it's gonna be around but what I can sit there and just like with pride just be happy that I am a fan of these comic books of the people who made these stories of these these characters that are so close to my heart because it was so well done and you know that's not to say that I don't still get to enjoy that to an extent because for all you know the love I have for DC I do still love Marvel um more than anything the x-men and marvel but you know even that has seen its battles in terms of really being able to get to the point that they started to get the kind of love and recognition they deserved in the movies and it's you know it's still some room for improvement but they've come a long way y'all remember them fantastic four movies I don't have to explain no further than that. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just want to be able to, as as a comic book lover, as, as a nerd, I just want to be able to say that all the properties that I love have gotten some type of treatment that, like, really just, like, makes me proud to, to love this series, to love these characters like like Scott Pilgrim for instance that will forever be one of my faves um great great movie um and honestly people give it flack but I actually enjoyed the Watchmen movie yes there have been you know there's there are some things that could stand to be improved but I actually enjoyed that movie um 
especially from a stylistic standpoint I felt like the imagery in that movie was really good the story the screenplay put it that way needed some work you know there was some room for improvement but overall I enjoyed the movie and for nothing else the aesthetic style of it because a lot of the the feel of it reminded me of Sin City which I also love love that movie um like obsessed with it but again I just I want to be able to have that same type of like love and passion that I have for so many other like comic book based movies I want to be able to, to feel like that for DC and I just have not really gotten that for real for real I just I can't I haven't been able to enjoy that like I would love to you know what I mean but yeah that's enough of my rant for today about you know Marvel and DC cinematic universe let me know what you guys think like are you one of the minority (laughs) who like really just like loves all the DC movies and is like does not understand why people hate on them so hard or you like me you just see what it's capable of and you just get disappointed by the fact that it's not living up to that are you like team Marvel all day so you care less about what DC got going on or what let me know what you guys think I want to hear your thoughts your opinions what do you feel like could be done better what do you feel like should be done differently to help these movies be better to see some improvement um whether that's Marvel if you're not a huge fan of some of those properties or whether that's DC let me know I just want to hear your opinion But anyways, thanks for listening. Be sure to like, share, and support your girl.